November 13th, Jeff Hallett was asked to remove himself from a gaming store. That request came from the owners. Deep down, he knew they were right. With nowhere else to go, he arrived at the home of the Palatine Area Advanced Squad Leaders Gaming Group, run by Dave Kleinschmidt. Several months earlier, Kleinschmidt's other gaming group had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. They decided to become the two half-squads. One likes box art reviews, the other doesn't. Can two grown men produce a podcast together without driving each other crazy? everybody. Hello. Hello. Welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Two Half Squads, the only netcast dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world, Advanced Squad Leader. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave. And I'm Bob. Bob is here. Bob Holmstrom. Welcome, Bob. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Great to see you. It's good to see you guys. It's been been too long. Though I I guess we saw you at the ASL Open, which was... Well, we see a couple Bob. months. We, see we don't Bob. get him on the show enough because he's always gaming, and we don't plan them far enough in advance. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you have time, I'd rather spend the time gaming than talking. <laughs> well, wait, maybe I should say it's always a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, guys. it's great to have you in the broadcast foxhole. So, date today, Dave? You're our official timekeeper. Oh, uh, it is um, June nineteenth, two thousand and twelve. My daughter's birthday. And this is episode 71. 71. I haven't listened to episode 70 yet, which you posted yeah, okay. a couple of days ago, and you, which you did solo. Have With you heard? Have you been listening to Dave's solo game? Uh, I did not podcast? listen to the last one. The last one I listened to was, um, I think, with J.R. Tracy. Interview. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. that was a few ago. That was yeah. the last one. Yeah. Yeah. So did that one turn out well? Yes, it did. I guess you wouldn't have posted it if it wasn't entertaining and um, yes, fascinating. I would. Yes, you would. <laughs> you don't put that much work into something to then say, "Oh, this is just not good. I'm not going to post it." Sorry. Okay. Well, it was either good or it wasn't. I don't know. We've gotten. Uh, I, uh, we get some letters. We got letters on it. Yes, or one. we do. Did we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, we got a good show. We're going to be looking in the box, right? Uh, yes. What's in the box? We have. Um, what is that, Bob? Roads Through Rome, ASL Action Pack number eight. We're we looking at that, and we have Prego, uh, Costo. Some information, bueno. some quiz show on some various topics, and especially yeah. DCs, demolition charges. Can't wait. So let's get started. What do we start with? Well, shall we start with letters? Oh, that would be different. Are you familiar with our letters music, Bob? Yes. <laughs> How could you not be? <laughs> People are uh, offering us big money to stop playing this. But it's our show. We can do what we want. Look at Dave. Look how it, it lightens him up. He's all aglow. All right. Positively radioactive. Well, Jeffrey. 
Letters. We have letters. We're just doing the starred one. Is that is that correct? Oh, we're just looking at starred letters. Yes, indeed. You can skip mine. Oh, you write the best letters. Well, it was a link to something I didn't check out the historicity of it. Uh, it's it's well here. I'll I'll go ahead and read it. Okay. Uh, interesting World War II trivia. It's something gets passed around the internet. So um, so probably I really should have checked to see if this was. <laughs> <laughs> Things like this. Number what one. difference does it make if it's not true? <laughs> the first, if you really. forward this to five friends, do you get five dollars for each friend you forward it to? <laughs> well, this sounds like it might be real. The first German serviceman killed in World War II was killed by the Japanese in China in 1937. First American serviceman killed was killed by the Russians in Finland in 1940. I've heard both of those before now. I don't know if they're true or not. But yeah. I remember that we were hearing both. Yeah. But so. If it's common enough. Maybe I got I the same letter that you, you probably, Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, the youngest U.S. serviceman was 12-year-old Calvin Graham. Wow. He was wounded and given a dishonorable discharge for lying about his age. That's too well, bad. That's a, that's a good benefits thing were, yeah. for yeah, really. a 12-year-old taking some shrapnel for the old country. <laughs> his benefits were later restored by an act of Congress. Wow. At the time of Pearl Harbor, the, the top U.S. Navy command was called Sinkus. That's right, yeah. C-I-N-C-U-S, pronounced Sinkus. Yeah. Uh, oh, the U.S. 45th Infantry Division, there was a swastika on their I arm knew cap. that one. That one, I do know is true. Yeah. Right? Um, because that symbol goes back before the Nazis mm-hmm. and was good luck and various mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And various cultures, correct? Right. More U.S. servicemen died in the Air Corps than in the Marine Corps. Hmm. I believe that, yeah. All those... Bombers shot down over Germany? Yeah, it probably was a lot. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure about it. For But like I said, it was like, not just, what, 12 guys <laughs> yeah. a plane? And they were shooting yeah. those down by the dozens every yeah. day. How about this? German ME 264 bombers. Okay, these are the, um, aren't these the rocket planes? Yeah, yeah. the ME 264. Bombers were capable of bombing New York City, but the Germans decided it wasn't worth the effort. Well, by that point in the war. But I don't know if those things could get across the ocean. They probably Except couldn't they, get back. Yeah. It's probably a one-way trip. Right. Wouldn't you think? I would think. For jet fuel at that time. Yeah. They'd probably jump up, glide down, drop their bombs, and crash. Crash. How about this? Among the first Germans captured at Normandy were several Koreans. I knew that, yeah. Okay. They had been mm-hmm. forced to fight for the Japanese until they were captured by the Russians and forced to fight for the Russians mm-hmm. until they were captured by the Germans, forced to fight for the German army until they were captured by the U.S., and then forced to open Korean restaurants mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yeah, and dry and, cleaners. And nails places. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's horrible. Can we cut that out? <laughs> All right, so there you go. We got that. Dead out there, and I'm going to look. Okay, I'm going to look up the um, young man Calvin Graham, USN, while Jeff finds another letter to read. Okay, I'll read the one here from uh, Joseph Reagan. The sad thing about the deniers. Well, let's see. I guess uh, he left a message on uh, about episode sixty-six. And Calvin Graham was the youngest serviceman, according to Veterans of Underage Military Service and Wikipedia. Um, so I'm going to bet that's true. Okay. We'll say it's true so we can lay it to rest. Uh, and I, I'm not sure what he's talking about here, what Joseph is talking about here, but he says, he doesn't say dear guys, but I'm going to add that. Uh, dear guys, the sad thing about the deniers is that in the end they will win. 
Oh, like the Holocaust deniers. Oh, okay. All right. Humanity filters the bad and encourages the good. Take China. How many even think of the 50-plus million that Mao mowed down? Not many. And that's not even taking the kids these days bemoaning. I don't even know what this letter means, Dave. Why did you well, start that this Well, that I don't keep the kids <laughs> these days part of it. But um, I thought it would be an interesting point for me to talk about as a teacher. Mm-hmm. of The kids come into the school and guess what they want to, what they know about when we talk about genocides. Which genocide do all the students know about? The Holocaust. Of course, the Holocaust. Yeah. And so they have no idea the Japanese were so horrific. So they sure do uh, when I'm done teaching them. Yeah. Right? And if you want to see a good film about it, check out The uh, Century. It was made, uh, narrated by P- Peter Jennings at uh, around 1999, going into the end of the century. Did a, just amazing uh, clips, historical clips with uh, interviews put together to illustrate the horrificness of the Japanese soldiers. Wow. So my students learned that. And then but yeah. genocides, I don't even really know that Mao died, killed that many people. Yeah. And so I, was just, I don't know, I was just going to kind of ask, you know, how, how is it that this, why is this Nazi Hitler thing so Well, I think so people big? do compare a lot of uh, Stalin, right, to Hitler, and they say Stalin killed millions of his people. More and lately. Yeah. But the kids coming in don't know that either, right? Right. Yeah, but maybe we're getting better at sharing the guilt when we talk about genocides, mm-hmm. right? Pol Pot and all that. And right. Cambodians. Yeah, I was going to bring him up. Um, so anyway, I just thought that would be an interesting thing to think about. Should I read this next one here? Kurt Schilling? Yeah. Yeah, you found that one. What is that? Kurt Schilling is I... in hot water. Our, our one and only Kurt Schilling, and I, I don't know if he's still... A partner in Multiman Publishing, but he was a third partner. I believe he's still a part owner of the company. Yeah, but not what I read on the, I think Ave officially MMP said he's he's a part owner. Yeah, still. So. Well, uh, you know, uh, people. I don't know if everybody knows this, but uh, a couple of years ago, and we had heard this for a while that he had sort of stopped playing squad leader and had gotten into World of Warcraft, and uh, not stopped playing, but. That his new love had become World of Warcraft, and as a result of that, he opened a um, a uh, software publisher to with the idea of making video games, computer right. games. Thank so you, he started a company called Thirty Eight Studios, and uh, started working on a multi massive multiplayer online game. And uh, do you play well, any of those, Jeff or Dave? Uh, I've played World no. of Warcraft and. Um, and the other one is uh, what was the one before Guild that? Wars? Guild Wars. Wasn't there, what was the popular one before? EverQuest. EverQuest. RuneScape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My RuneScape. son plays RuneScape. Oh, okay. There's so many now, and I think that's one of the problems that 38 Studios had. They finally did come out with their game. I think it came out in January or February. It sold a million and a half copies. I believe they needed two and a half million or something like that in order to really start making money. And uh, so they're they're not making money, and they closed well, the company. They closed the company. They fired 370 employees, and uh, Kurt is in trouble. 370 employees yeah. to make Kurt, video games. Yes, that's, yeah. that's that, that sound a, like a lot. That's astonishing. Like a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. 
wonder what Chaz thinks about that as he's working alone in his By himself. <laughs> By himself cutting out. <laughs> punching the counters. Yeah. Like, die yeah. cutting punch me. He has each sheet by himself. Magnified glass proofing each yeah. counter one by one. So I feel bad uh, for Kurt, but apparently there's some other shenanigans that went on behind that I don't really want to talk about, but people can look that up and mm-hmm. see about that. But that's too bad. Maybe he'll get back into ASL and yeah, maybe he could divert some of those three hundred seventy employees <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. Jazz put on another pot of coffee. Help is coming. <laughs> They'll be rolling out stuff like crazy. Everything will be uh, online. Yeah. Since they're computer uh, yeah. programmers. I yeah. would assume. Oh, right. Yeah. Have the E rule ASL rule book. Be great. And this one from Tom, um, Tom Mooring. No. <laughs> I see Peter at the bottom. <laughs> this one from Peter, who says, Gentlemen, I'd like to ask you to consider interviewing Tom Mooring, the designer of Valor of the Guards in the future. Sooner the better. For me, the Valor of the Guards is one of the best ASL historical modules ever published, right up there with Red Barricades. He's currently working on solitaire rules for Valor of the Guards, and I would like to hear him talk about that project as well. Well, most certainly... Um, we will try and do that. Yeah. And t- Bob, you played a lot of Valor of the Guards, didn't you? Mm-hmm. What, what was your take on it? Uh, it's a beautiful uh, product. I mean, the map map is gorgeous. Uh, the scenarios I've played on it have been outstanding. Um, you know, I one of the camp I played one of the campaign games a, a few times, and I have a very yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of balance issues with it, but but the rest, you know, that's certainly a small part of that that package and power of the guards is great it's, it's a must-have is know. it still available i don't know hmm. i don't know if you don't have a copy and it's available buy one because it'll probably be going for two hundred dollars once it uh you know sells out yeah once dave finds out oh yeah that's right i better get an extra copy <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's right because you, you buy extra copies to sell right yeah yeah though um, lately i've got a lot of the um Action packs. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of those they print. Around. Yeah, I don't think those are will go for yeah, like. Yeah, they ain't the, gonna and profit much. But remember, all anything I profit from goes into my gaming mm-hmm. budget and is is purchased and used by all the friends who come to my house. So when you profit, we profit. You profit. That's, That's right. kind of my point. Uh, okay. um, well, anyway, Tom, contact us or friends of Tom, contact us, get us his email or have him email us at our Gmail um, address. Oh, there's one on eBay right now. Buy it now. Price of ninety four dollars and ninety five cents. Boy, it's still a lot of money. Is it? But go to MMP. Is it out of print at MMP? I didn't think it was, but maybe Not maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it is. And you know, they did you hear they're doing the Swedish volunteers? MMP is doing that now. Remember how we were talking, oh, and I kept pestering them. Yes, and they, they said I asked no, them, and they no. never responded. Yeah, and then they a couple weeks ago they announced they were going to do. They're doing the Swedish volunteers. They're going to... As part of Hakapele? No, separate. It's like a separate action pack. Okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So I should sell mine before we put this on the air. Oh. Valor of the Guards is available. Still available. Yeah, $75. So I don't know why you'd buy it for $95 (laughs) on eBay. Well, that covers shipping, free shipping, maybe. Still, why would you... This is a signed copy. signed copy. It's kind of funny. Maybe they, they, maybe they clipped all, they clipped all is... the counters for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to do something to get 90. Let's you know, see. Most people want 
like unpunched copies. I would prefer a punched, clipped. I'm ready to go. I'd like one that's where the dice are broken in so that uh, they roll better for me. Condition. It says condition new. Brand new, unused, unopened, undamaged item. $94. Or, $94. Or I could go 75 from the uh, directly from the... Uh, yeah. Uh, so, producer. well, I don't know. This guy gets a lot of positive reviews, but... Well, I have a letter from Sam, our friend Sam. Oh, Sam. Tyson oh. in Texas, and he is um, asking about adding a special thing to make our show links not cut away from the show. Oh, yeah. So historically, if you've been listening to the show, and I found this to happen too, but I figured it's just the way it works. You click on a link, and then boom, the show would stop, and that that page would go to the The link. link. So he mentioned a way to get that to stop happening, and I believe I fixed 69 and published 70, so it shouldn't go away from the audio that you know it should open a new page yeah i forgot to tell you about that (laughs) well did you do it on earlier shows jeff i did it on earlier shows and actually on on the way we publish it uh i had to go in and add them by hand in the html yeah Um, but now you can actually do it through the blogger thing through the pop-up you can tell it to open a new window so which you're now doing right well i was doing it by hand copy paste copy paste the html oh really in the right spot Oh, wow. Now, what I do is I copy a whole show, and then I just go in and change the links, and then I change all the writing and yeah. change the – so I don't actually write anything. Do you think I could write a fresh show from scratch? Under yeah, the, you can write a fresh show from scratch, and when you do the link, it says paste in your URL, and then you can click a button that says, I sent you a picture of it. Oh, we'll talk about yeah, it you there. Yeah, right. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to tell listeners we're working on bringing that back or we're, making it we're, work. Yes, and we're adding that quality. Trying to make the show better for everyone. Quality is job one. Including for squads. No. Hey, Trojan Games was offering 12% off on all Reiko items. If you mention you listen to the two half squads. So get on over to Trojan Games. Link's on a previous show. And uh, put your order in and mention the two half squads. Uh, they were the ones that were selling that cool... Box was that it? Oh, they, are they storage? in the U.S. Trojan Games? Because that's always been the problem with getting those Rako boxes. They're only like sold overseas, and they Correct. and they yeah. don't ship them uh, to the U.S. Yeah, Trojan Games will now ship them to the U.S. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yes. I might have to look into. Yeah, that was and mention one of the shows you haven't gotten to yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, they sent a us picture a... of it when you go into the episodes. It may have been okay. sixty-eight or sixty-nine. Okay. Recently, so, um, and then I have one from Pete Mosul, Mosul, Mosux, Masaux, and he Mosul, says yeah. episode twenty-five is ending abruptly, and it cuts off. Well, I, I went in and it played fine from the page. Oh, so I. It could be it. when he if he downloaded it. The MP3s are interesting because you can download them, and the the download can be interrupted. It doesn't ruin the whole file; it just truncates it. Never seen anything else do that, but anyway. So maybe that would help you. Try again. So, so are you like telling off one of your listeners there? Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, there. I think we just like to bring this up to let people know we. Well, he posted it as a well one. uh, Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. He posted it as a comment on Uh the show. It's better to Gmail us directly. Mm. Then I can answer you specifically without having to post a comment on a show. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah, if you have any questions like that, listeners, go ahead and Gmail us right away. Yeah. Or call us. Yes. Um, so At Bob's house. Yeah. I was, on, uh, <laughs> I was on Board Game Geek the other day, uh, just kind of scrolling around, and I saw that somebody had posed a question in one of the forums, in the ASL forum. What is the best way to learn ASL's OBA rules? And somebody... Uh, Igor posted, my advice is to start with the Two Half Squads podcast. Episode 37 and 39 are the perfect intro to OBA rules and flowchart. And wow. then right before that, though, everybody says they got it all wrong in this episode, <laughs> so that's probably not the way to do it. But uh, you probably didn't want me to read those. No. no Jeff, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> our... Uh, Listen to our episodes, it'll get you going, and then read the rule book and do everything. You'll have to redo everything, but at least we got you going. And who was he? What was the name of the person he was responding to? That was... My uh, mom. Yeah. <laughs> you, who, you mean who posed the question? Yeah, who posed the Somebody question. named E.B. Oh, E.B. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, wow, that's nice. Yeah. So maybe E.B.'s listening... You're going to be listening to this episode, and you'll, be, uh, you'll have another uh, loyal oh, that's listener. that's right, that's right. Good well, time. that is it for fan mail. Oh, we never call it that. We don't have any fans. We just have listeners. Listener mail. Yeah, that was good. Thanks, everybody, for writing. Please write more. If you've never written us before, we don't blame you. <laughs> it's not surprising, really. But maybe send us a little something so we know you're out oh, there. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one more letter, Jeff. Oh, one more letter. Here we go. This one came in the mail. Wow, snail mail. Like snail mail. Dear Mr. Kleinschmidt, your application to join the World ASL Players Association and compete in the ASL OK World Cup, that's ASLOC, World Cup, on the U.S. team is denied. Aww. The U.S. team committee has been secretly observing you for several years and has noticed several disturbing traits that render you unacceptable. Oh. Number one. Is body odor? Well, that's Bad probably breath. farther down the list, but yeah. <laughs> Or hygiene. Number one, you make several claims on your podcast of having played 1,200 scenarios, but closer analysis of empirical data shows that, in fact, in 689 of these games, you never played past turn two. That's not my fault. This behavior people, was recently observed. People quit, though. My opponents quit. Wait, wait, wait. So that's true? Like over no. half your scenarios haven't gone past? No, not years. over half. Like probably like a tenth. My opponents throw it in. I'm like, don't quit yet. Yeah. And you count those as a whole scenario? Well, yeah. yeah. Right. I probably account for a good margin, a good number of those. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are Jeff. Yeah. Jeff quitting on turn <laughs> We'll tell you about it. We'll tell you why. With the last two games that we played, Dave experienced. Coming up on. The Charlie Brown <laughs> rolls of Jeff yeah. Allen. Coming up in the next segment. <laughs> So what other components? Uh, number two, 210 of your recorded scenarios were against newbie players with less than three scenarios under their, under their belt. Well, there we go. That's not – Bob, help me out here. That's not my fault. Bob's, right. You, no, you're trying, to, you're trying to expand uh, yeah. you know, the, the club and you and play I, new guys when they come and in. And I asked Bob to play the new guys and he's like, <laughs> eh, I'd rather play a tougher opponent. It's I not don't my play. fault. I play the yeah, easy people. Suddenly. All right. No, I think that's a, you know, I, I mean, I personally wouldn't count those scenarios on my record, but, you know, Dave, if that makes you feel good, that's that's fine. <laughs> and when Dave runs the Passel Club, if he sends out 12 invites and there's eight people that don't come, he records those eight scenarios as wins, <laughs> which I think, yes, I, I don't know. 
<laughs> no shows. I'll take those. I think I saw a picture of you playing the cat once. Yeah. The cat was kind of batting the counters around the board. You're well, writing the cat it in lost your record. because he knocked, he knocked the counters off the table in anger. He forfeited. What's more troubling is your use of a colored D4 die to allow you to maintain rate of fire. While no, we, no, no. That does never happen. While we do amount a cer- uh, allow a certain amount of latitude for Illinois ASL players, this, sir, is beyond the pale. Yeah, that was the Dungeons & Dragons dice that accidentally yeah. got in my cup. Yeah. yeah. A lot happen. of people wouldn't notice that. Uh, number three, we have numerous problems related to the Passel Club members at ASL tournaments. At Winter Offensive in 2010, Passel members ejected due repeated claims of Chapter G rules for tree climbing movement. That was you, Jeff. Oh, that was mine. Oh, yeah, I came up with the tree climbing. Right. Yeah. I, I just want cover. to state right now, I've never actually joined Passel, so I've never <laughs> yeah. played dues or anything, so just want to make that clear. Texas Teen Tournament Passel members repeatedly attempt to use blue to hit numbers. Is that true? I don't get that one. Yeah, I don't get that yeah, okay. Blue to hit numbers. Black. In all 1,200 games, this is number four, in all 1,200 games played, uh, no committee members has ever observed you make a Panzerfaust usage roll, even in scenarios dated after September 1943. Don't you just always get Panzerfaust? Well, yeah. You do. Yeah, you do. I mean, <laughs> Dave has house rules, and we're always playing at Dave's house. That's why we play at Dave's house. Your failure, number five, your failure to completely finish scenarios and then fill out AAR for Hakapale has delayed production of this game for almost two years. It is not you. true. It not, is no, you? not true. It's totally false. I was one of their better players. You can ask Chaz. Chaz, I even, like Chaz or someone, one of the bigwigs that I, my idols, Perrier, someone said you did a great job of chopping out some and complete and thorough playtesting. Did you count those playtests as scenarios played too on your list? Scenarios played, yes. Because <laughs> they were played. Yeah, they're play tests, though. But they count as a game of squad leader played. Okay. 1,111 plus right. now. Actually, when you take out all these special things, you've actually played, what, 20 or 30 <laughs> games of real ASL over the years? <laughs> That's like letting you win the Indy 500 because you did well in the time trials. No, no. This is just, they just count as games played. Uh, no know. claims have been made on that. Okay. Uh, number six, in your podcast, you have managed to insult all 193 countries represented by the World ASL Players Association with ridiculous accents and atrocious musical renditions of national anthems. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Neanderthal ASL, re- oh, the Netherlands ASL representative, that was Jeff, my that slip. Was name-calling. Alone has lodged no fewer than 43 separate protests at ASLOC related to your podcast. Well, I don't blame them. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I mean, the wooden shoes well. comments, the, you know. Yeah. Uh, despite all the negative comments cited earlier, you are not without merit in the eyes of the world of ASL Association and the ASL community at large. Due to your outstanding contributions to the development, promotion, and appreciation for ASL art, regardless of mediums, the world of ASL Association unanimously voted to, one, allow you to continue to your podcast, two, allow you to continue to attend ASL tournaments, and three, allow MMP to include your name on an official ASL counter. Woo. 
That's so. not a congratulations. There, okay. Keep so up the banter. Well, I was feeling like I was on a hot seat here. Yeah. I like his signature. You like that, Bob? That's, he has a very distinctive Signed hand. By. And we got that actual letter in the mail. Wow. That's big old on. I'm sorry. Oh. I bent the cover. That's okay. Was that in a... Yeah. It wasn't folded in a little... No, I folded so. it. Oh. Very nice. So you're so finally nice. going to get your name on a counter. Yeah. Klein what? and Schmidt. You do know this, don't you? Yeah. In the starter kit. Oh, really? Two. You didn't hear I that? I didn't know. I never That's heard That's on episode two, Bob. We'll have to go back and relive. Maybe I did hear that. Thank you. I think I did. One of the expansion kit. Yeah. Klein and Schmidt. Mm-hmm. So now we need Hallett. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not Hallett. I'm not really expecting that. What about Holmstrom? You've been playtesting. Oh, you've been TMP. Yeah. Party. Yeah. MMP doesn't want me playtesting for them. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you playtesting for MMP, Bob, because I want that Holmstrom counter. Yeah. Yeah. If, they, if they redo the Swedish Volunteers, it's got to be on there. That's my only hope. That's well, it that could <laughs> be. We'll email Chaz and tell him that you and I will play test those scenarios. Yeah. I'll make sure there they work go. properly. Absolutely. All right. Cool. All right. Well, in addition to our paratrooper offer to help out the two half squads by placing a bid for an item, we call it our auction, T2HS auction. Is that right, Jeff? Right. That's what we call it. So far, uh, we've only had one bidder. Well, part of that massive donation from that wonderfully kind listener yeah. was this little set. Bob, what are these things? The On All Fronts magazines? I've never even heard of this one. Um, so I when... have, but I haven't seen them before this. Huh. Where do these come these from? These were from Marshall, Arizona, mailed out to your home, and I did not get these. Uh, I had gotten the Fire for Effect and all these other fanzines we've talked about before. Yeah. And always heard of on all fronts. So you've never seen one either before you got your hands on these. Correct. Wow. I'm surprised you're we're, we're selling these then. Well, they are quite the collector's item. Yeah. I would think. I mean, they really are. Bob came in and saying, I wonder if these are worth money. Yeah, I'm kind of guessing they are. I mean, from 1986, they're... They're, they're originals. They're original. They're black and white. They have... Um, well, the, the, who is the publisher... I know on this one, articles by Ted Black, Vic Provost, Jeff Sebula. Okay. That two L's? Nope, one. Mm-hmm. Sebula. Very famous names. Bob had known a bunch of other names of people yeah. listed here. Yeah, but some of the old, you see some of these people when they were real young. I mean, uh, you know, Ron Mosier was, you know, like in his 30s at that time and just... Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff. What year did you say these are from? 86. Well, these are all the numbers um, 47. So I think I have 40. We have 40 through 49. Wow. In this set. There's a few more we have, but if they don't get a good bid here on our auction, I think we need to check out eBay. Yeah. People go to buy things. Right. Um, Collectors. This, yeah, yeah. It well, so they like did they a lot like of one issues. Or, one or two, three scenarios. Scenarios, maybe. right? Yeah. And they're usually squad leader scenarios in these earlier ones. What else would they be? Um, ASL scenarios instead oh, okay. of SL Oh, I see. Scenarios, I see what you're saying. Right. Well, this one here I'm looking at, this is from uh, November of 1986, issue number 48, and it looks like they have uh, one ASL scenario, one squad leader scenario. And I think they have two ASL scenarios and one squad leader scenario. Are the names something we recognize? Um, the the the, the, 
Yes. Oh, sorry, that's my computer. <laughs> my son said that. It's 8 o'clock. You heard that on episode 70 a lot. Oh. Yeah, the ASL snare is called On the Muse, and then there's the other one's called The Barracks. They don't look familiar to me. Yeah, I don't recognize um, those names. You know, they're, they're um, look like a, a pretty standard, they're pretty standard scenario layout. And, um, yeah. You know, it's coming back to me now. I think um, Terry Treadway was the guy that published these. Did you know Terry? Terry, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, Terry Treadway. He started this uh, in 1982, this publication. And I think it went through 1996. No, 1997. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you know if he did? I mean, because there's, looks like there's pretty much one a month. That'd be, that's a lot of magazines. It's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Article in this one by Vic Provost, in which he's talking about the Commissar's house and analysis, Russian defensive options, starting with a look at the force with which he has to attempt to halt the German onslaught. We see a good mixture, blah, blah. Um, talking about you know putting up a defense and so on. And we have a review of Grab Your Shoot, Paratroopers Landed by Ted Black, an article, saying Paratrooper, his sights are set. Uh, the guys on the hill have aimed this one at those squad leader players debating the jump to ASL, but have been overwhelmed by the initial outlay. And he goes through and talks about each scenario. Ah, yes, it's coming back to me now. They did 123 issues. Wow. Over 15 years. Pretty impressive. Yeah. 300 scenarios for a squad leader and advanced squad leader. They're in great condition. The only marks are from our donor who wrote, like, made a little note on this issue, SL slash GI slash ASL, illustrating that the content related to those particular games. Yeah, okay. And he whited out his name and address so we wouldn't be able to track it. Yeah. So, listeners. How many do we have here altogether? Uh, f- I think 40 through 49. So that's that would what, be nine. Uh, 20? <laughs> that would be 9. Okay. Actually, I found no, this Jeff, information. That would be 10. Oh, okay. Trip I found this you. information <laughs> on uh, Mark Pitkavich's website, uh, Desperation Morale. He talks about on all fronts and gives a little history of the magazine and uh, even you know, who published bands. it, who, who was in it, how long it ran, etc. Mm-hmm. So, oh, thanks, Mark, for it. having that. Yeah, and he's got some pictures there. Yeah, on too, all bad, too bad Mark doesn't have anything about the two half squads on his pod, on his uh, website. Yeah, it's it's an almost complete website except for the glaring I, I, exclusion of the two half squads. I agree. Squads. That's um, certainly. I mean, maybe we have to go ASL fifteen history, years. The first. ASL podcast. I agree. The first ASL podcast and some really important interviews that we've done, including Mark Pitcavage. Which we're going to delete from the (laughs) files if he doesn't get us posted. Just put us on your website, Mark. How hard is that? You know, we just don't get any respect. So, uh, so we're going to put these up we're, oh, for auction all at once. For like the all whole package, at once, it's right? a package, okay. package. right? Okay. And we expect a really nice donation <laughs> bid. We don't want to take no like, oh, I'll give you five bucks for those. Okay, they will go to the highest bidder no matter what your bid is. <laughs> Bob, you will give us six. Okay, Bob, if no one bids, we might give them to you for six because you're our friend. Yeah. No, guys, I think uh, I think you'll give quite a bit more than that. I would, uh, would imagine. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a little better job, maybe, of promoting this. Well, it also includes the uh, special Christmas issue, too. That's number Oh, five. let me see yeah, that. Because, you know, you guys number one, number didn't one. even hand these to me. What are you afraid yeah. I'm going to 
you mess them up or something? Chocolate all over your fingers, yeah. yeah. It's the first one I get to look at. Oh, see, you already ripped Oops, it. Oops, I tore it. <laughs> but we're done with the review already, Jeff, so now he's just slowing It's a holiday special. Yeah, I'm slowing the show down. To, it's filler. Okay, very nice. All right, time for another segment. Anyway, they stopped, uh, Terry stopped producing this. Did I say it was Terry? Yes. yes. Terry Treadway. Uh, he just uh, burned out. Did it for 15 years, and he said, you know what? That's a long that, time to be doing something like time. this. And, yeah. I mean, it's an incredible amount of effort. It is. In fact, um, especially in those days before desktop, pub- well, he probably used computers in those days. Uh, yeah, it looked done with that early mm-hmm. 80s computer yeah. stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's some it's you know, Apple II. picture taping and then Xeroxing, sure. folding and stapling. So. I wonder how many he was... Uh, oh. What have you been playing lately? What have you been playing lately? Oh. <laughs> it's time for another segment, Bob. Okay. Well, I wonder what segment it is. <laughs> and Bob, what have you been playing lately? Let's start with you. Yeah, what have you been playing lately? Uh, it can be non-ASL, oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have been playing... Yeah, after the open, I... I haven't, I've been playing other games. Oh, who won that open, by the way? Oh, uh, that would have been me. Yes. Oh. Despite Jeff rooting rooting against me, which <laughs> I will remember always. Uh, <laughs> that's all right, Jeff. That's okay. Well, like, I was trying to, you know, I couldn't come up with a cheer where the word Holstrom, <laughs> Holmstrom fit in. And, uh, so you know, that, that flaming bag that was on your stoop, that was a me. <laughs> that was <laughs> So I've been playing a um, couple different games. One, uh, Mansions of Madness, uh, which is a fun game. It's, yeah, yeah um, very fun game. It's um, kind of a semi-cooperative game where one player's kind of this evil force and spirits or whatever, like mad scientist. Call of Cthulhu game. kind of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and then the other players are a team of investigators, and they, they try and solve a, a mystery. And and so it's, it's good fun. And uh, so we've been playing that. Um, you played it with the ladies, didn't you? Yeah. Would yeah. you be interested in running that for my kids and me? Yeah, sure. Sometime? Absolutely. Yeah, I think they'd yeah. like to try that. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's, it's like about a two to four hour game. Depends on kind of how many people, but yeah, I definitely would. Okay, it's, it's a lot of fun. And um, I'd join you for that. If there was an opening, if there was an opening, yeah, there will be. <laughs> well, you might get Dave Timonen and his. Um. Well, yeah. How many? People play the group that's going you through. You can have the... up to four investigators, so you can have up to five people one one bad guy and then four uh, four of the good guys. Jeff, you would make four. Farron plays with us. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Okay, so Count that then, um, yeah, it's a good game. I played yeah. you a couple played, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah I played it once with Doug. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, a game called The Virgin Queen uh, from uh, GMT Games that came out pretty relatively recently. And uh, I hosted a game a uh, couple, two Saturdays ago. We had six people, and uh, that was a lot of fun. It's a multiplayer game um, set in the Renaissance era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and players play countries. They play, you know, Virgin Queen. Somebody's going to play England, and Elizabeth's the Queen, and Spain, and France, and, and the Ottomans, and et cetera. So it's a lot of fun. D- diplomatic game where you make deals and... Ah, yes. And, uh, you yeah. know, kind of alliances and, and backstabbing and all that kind of thing happens. So it's, like, good fun. Highly recommend that game. It's a long game, it's, but it's a beautifully made game. Um, so That's by the people mm. 
uh, and the same vein of uh, here I stand. Is it the same right? Um, same designer, same designer at Beach. He's, okay. He also does the really good uh, uh, Civil War games, the great campaigns of the Civil War. I don't know if you Avalon Hill used to produce those. Mm, no, I think MMP still does. So he's a really oh, wow. he's a really good, uh, you know, brilliant designer. Yeah. Outgoing, so yeah, I, I know you were very excited about that. Yeah, to getting that one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's met my expectations. So. And have you played any ASL since then? I don't think I have. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I've played a, played a game ASL. And That's good. Give the rest of us a chance. <laughs> I've got the uh, St. Louis <laughs> tournament, by the way. If anybody's oh, right. around St. Louis, it's going to be um, the last weekend in July. So what have you guys been playing? Oh, thank you. I've been playing a little ASL. Counterattack at Caranton. Caranton. Uh, w O three. What was the W O? Winter offensive pack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I played this with Dave Timonen, and at this point, no recollection. I, no recollection. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving that look of. Oh this is how you get twelve hundred scenarios done. Yeah. Yeah. Played two turns. Played that one quit. in my dreams. <laughs> no, I, well, no recollection. Wait a minute. Okay, German American had something to do with shooting and like guys running around. Okay, I right? lost. Yeah. <laughs> I lost with the Germans. He had a gun. Germans had a <laughs> Germans had a gun. No, yeah, not not much on that one. Yeah, wow. But this one, I definitely. Fortunately, remember. Dave Timonen does not listen to the show, or he would be uh, probably the, a little bit. This one, I definitely a little bit hurt. Definitely, that. I remember this one. First love, first J one thirty one, and what map is that, Bob? You might know. S C. Suicide. Oh, Suicide Creek. Creek yes. From that journal. Yeah. Have you played any of those I haven't yet? played any of those yet, but that's right. a beautiful looking map. Yep, and Dave and I are doing this series next. So we started with 131, and we'll be going through what, there's five or six scenarios there. It's a Japanese um, American camp, little mini campaign game. Yeah. Right? Rules in there, I think, for right. the campaign. And I haven't done campaign games yet. But this one I definitely remember. And uh, I lost with the Japanese, but it was tight. It was close the whole way. You had to come across basically this creek. It runs the whole length of the board. And I'm all in my little bunkers with some wire. and he's. But the American firepower. Pretty impressive. As usual, right? Yeah. Ultimately, can overwhelm you. Um, But, again, it was a tight game because you can catch the American coming up adjacent to you and the pillbox is hidden and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So First Love loved it a lot. Looking forward to the rest of the Suicide Creek scenarios. Very nice. Good stuff. Hey, where I'm going to have to play some of those now that you pulled those out. Where's yeah. that uh, historically set? <clears throat> Guadalcanal. Oh, it is. Okay, Guadalcanal. Well, it says Cape Gloucester, New Britain. Is that? No, oh, I thought they were. Oh, maybe that. No. Maybe yeah, no, it's not. It's whatever this. That was the, uh, there was the other one was there was the other map the whole historical study mm-hmm. yeah. right right and um new britain i think that's somewhere by the netherlands <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this is just 1944 yeah. so that would have been oh, yeah. late no word. yeah, okay. yeah late been, you know if you zoom out far enough close. on the map it's all kind of together <laughs> right, right in the same <laughs> spot <laughs> it's like saying it's like i'm driving right through st louis i'll just pop into the tournament yeah you should. It's close on fun. the map. Jeff, have you played anything? Is this the one we played? Maservi's Men. Oh, I've played oh, that so, one. Uh, J127. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but... What I, map I board is that? Um, it's that hill. It's that... Um, Olive Grove. 
takes place on the hill. Fifty. Oh, fifty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Board the 50. hill mm-hmm. with the Italians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and who had who? Who had what side? Bob, you played this because I read yeah. your review in your on my blog, blog post, which I tweeted out your blog post uh, uh-huh. last week. Somehow uh-huh. I stumbled upon it again. Uh, okay. I'll try and put it out again on the show link. Oh, Is that okay? okay? Or... Sure, absolutely. Okay. But you played it, Bob. You talk about it. Okay. Well, you remember I, it better than me. You you remember remember it's been like a year ago, but uh, um, yeah, no, I played um, Doug Kirk in that. He's a real good player. He was up in this area on business. He's from Missouri. And uh, he wanted to put this in the tournament, so I took the Italians, and it was a super close game. I broke all my weapons as the Italian player in the right. first two yep. turns. I remember reading that. But I still, you know, it's still tough to to get at the Italians and kind of break them all. There's not a lot of cover on the hill. Remember that? But it's a good scenario. It's a lot of fun. Um, you got the little armored cars and the British have, and then uh, I think the Italians get a little tank and... So it's yeah. It was a fun scenario. Pretty yeah. quick playing, you know. Just kind of a take the hill type scenario, right? And the, I, the British open up with that smoke. Yeah, they get a place of smoke, yes. and then the and the Italians get a get a um, a fighter, a fighter. Yep, and I think through. that proved pretty decisive for me. I think that fighter kind of saved the day because the British were getting ready to. I was kind of all broken up, and but the fighter came in and strafed them and kept them from from uh, advancing. You know, oh yeah, I think line. he pinned some or yeah, something. Yeah, pinned and, a bunch of yeah. you, pinned and broke a bunch of guys. He and didn't that get was, on those two. He mm-hmm. had to take two hexes yeah. and clear around the hill. Right. Yeah. And, and Jeff, how'd that game go for you? Well, it went okay. I was surprised that it went as well as it did because it started off so poorly, as so many of my games do. Because on the first roll, uh huh, I broke. Uh, what did I do? Did I break the gun? The big gun. Yeah, broke the big gun on the first roll. And what happened then? Dave said, "Take that again. That doesn't count." Yeah. So I let oh. Jeff keep his gun, yeah. which later on in the game I broke. He broke, <laughs> and Fox. Came. This time yeah. I said, "It's okay. Remember that doesn't count." Yeah. And Jeff goes, "No, it counts." Second time <laughs> around, it counts. <laughs> I can't possibly it's take like a, the universe. Take a I was mulligan a, on twice. twice. On yeah. Yeah, I was afraid of being struck by lightning <laughs> when I left the house. Like you can't do that. <laughs> And I, I've had so many of those. What, what was the previous game we played? Yeah, uh, I had I went for radio contact and I broke the broke radio. On the first broke the radio and then went to fix it and rolled a six. Yeah. So radio's <laughs> gone. I mean, it like, happens we to we me. Went, <laughs> we don't count that. <laughs> so uh, so what did you think of what happened with Misery's uh, men? So well, it, it actually turned out okay. Started I mean, trouncing though. They did, yeah. And yeah. I broke the mortar early on, or you overwhelmed the the mortar early. Yeah, on. I captured your machine gun. Yeah, I came up along by that house, and then I did not use my vehicles. Well, Bob, you would have been ashamed of me after <laughs> teaching me much better than yeah. that when we play. Um, I didn't get overrunning no, or nothing. do the what you would do the bounding fire like mm-hmm. come. I forget what you did to me, but you oh multiple overruns. I mm. think. Because oh. they got the high movement factors and some armored cars or something, yeah. but, and Jeff was trying to knock him out with the machine guns and so on. But I did knock one of the end, gun, one of your uh, armored cars out with a light. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then in the you end, me with that. it was just the British broke just enough in one big turn. Yeah, that they didn't have enough to then bring it, and, and the fighter off. helped. The yeah. fighter broke oh, up so, a little bit. So the Italians held on. They yes. did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. So, yeah. How how did that uh, tank help? That reinforcing tank. 
Uh, what did I do with that tank? Oh, brought it up to the back of the hill, I think close to where Bob brought his, mm-hmm. and defended the victory hex. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, I brought right, it up to the back side. I would have had to move up adjacent and then get mm-hmm. hit. And right. Then, uh, and then you move men up to that hex. Right. That's yeah, my reinforcements I brought on from that other side. Yeah, that's, right. a, that's like a king tiger on that battlefield. Right. You know, with yeah. its armor and guns. The other armor the, card yeah. is a little. Yeah, they got like machine guns or something. So that was fun, fun scenario. Yes, and I, and I played J118, J118, um, Elephants Unleashed. Oh, yeah. And this one uh, was a exit game, and I had a plan to play with you, Jeff, and I had the counters out, and I stuck them in a baggie in here because you had to cancel one night. Mm-hmm. And it sat there for, like, months and months, and finally I got Tim Klopachik to play this at the pass that we started up again for the summer, the club, Palatine Area Advanced Squad Leaders. And... Um, I rated it as very good, and I remember Jeff. I tried to get you to play it again, and you said, "Oh, you don't like exit victory conditions, victory yeah. points." Yeah. But in this one, I found you have a lot of tanks. You have tough different options, right? And and well, yeah, that's right. You can exit off the south edge, or by controlling seven of the buildings in rubble. Mm-hmm. So that gave you a lot of options. And even if you were going to exit, you still had to kind of fight your way through. You didn't want to get side shots mm-hmm. on your tanks, but you had the elephants. The German uh, Panzer, what are those? Panzer Jaeger Tigers, Panzer Jaeger Tigers, eighty-eight LL eighteen front armor, and they Ooh. really outclassed the, the wow. Russians. But you had to play them right. No mistakes, yeah. right? Work your way across, and I finally did exit after I had won. And then, and again, and that my die rolling against Tim. Um, I know the the hits and the kill rolls were were the low, and then I'd roll really bad on some infantry morale checks, but I wasn't going to go for the buildings anyway, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, that's that's a real good scenario. A lot of people think it's pro German, but I think I, I looked it up. I think it was close. But I, I I think the Russians can can win it too. I know when I played it, I lost as the Germans, but that <laughs> my my elephants couldn't hit anything. The, the Russians kept running the tanks up around the, the side, so I would flip them around. I would need, like, no eights or nines. Plus three. What a, no, non-turreted yeah, turn. He's plus three, but, you know, he, he would stop, and, you know, I would need, like, an eight or a nine mess, intensive fire mess. He'd move around behind, you know, get a kill, you know, from a rear shot, needing, like, a six yeah, or something. And that's so, right. You know, and he kept doing that, and I lost. I was like, oh. And tactically, that's what you need to do. Yeah. If you're going to try and knock out those yeah. elephants, um, I broke one gun, which lowered its point value to exit, right? Mm, yeah. And so I was like, oh, that, that made it a little more dicey. But once I killed his tanks and straight up, you know, fighting. Oh, then it's um, over. Yeah. yeah. Then it was, I could just sure. slip right on off. And Jeff, I know you played one more time. Yeah, I guess we played this one. I don't remember the title. <laughs> okay, this one was. Typical German response. Typical German. What board is that one? That is uh, PB. Pegasus Bridge? No, nope, yeah. with a little R, PB. With a little R, yeah. Oh. Per, which was? Oh, Primasol. Uh, oh. Thank you, because I was Primisole. not going to come up with yes. it. Yes. Primasol Bridge, which was in Italy. Primasole. All the, um, all the um, olive groves. Remember that really dense oh, cover yes. you were coming through? Yeah. And that was another Charlie Brown game for you. Yes, it was. <laughs> I think broke your radio. <laughs> oh, this is the one where I broke the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but it was a. Uh, it was. Uh, I liked the uh, the board. I had. I. I don't think I've ever played on that 
No, you have not, right? Yeah. yeah, there's only three scenarios for that and then a campaign game. Yeah. And I've played two with another I've guy never played on that, that uh, map yet. So. Yeah. That was and, uh, I mean, really good. I had no shortage of uh, of infantry. I had 20. 20. And it's, yeah, I gave Jeff the 20 infantry against the British thinking, well, you know. He can't lose. You can't he lose. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I really did. And uh, then, no, he Jeff, broke how his does radio, that make you feel? And I tried to <laughs> like, well, I finally, I finally figured it out. Just like a month ago, I figured out I'm like the Charlie Brown of ASL mm-hmm. players. It's like my kite always gets stuck in the tree. Lucy always pulls the yeah. football away. In fact, in that one, do you remember? The little red-haired girl won't talk to me. Remember you yeah. had to take, like, the bridge hex or something there? And you you got right in there. Oh, I got right in there. Right. Yeah. Right and at the end. there was, like, one shot I took that, that made it not work for you. And, and I had like later you emailed me and said you know maybe I should have bounding fired on the way in. Yeah, I brought the, I should have at that infantry with an ATR. I forget right. how it went. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah, something like that where I thought yeah I didn't remind you of bounding fire, but I don't as Bob knows I don't do it a lot. So not a way I think you know a lot in the game. But I had like a, a squad, a half squad, and a and a leader or something right adjacent to the hex I needed to take, and you took one shot and broke them all. Remember that? Yeah, yeah it was a low shot, and, of course, it was a low roll. Just broke them all. And I kept but you're a good player, Dave, well, so what's going to happen? Well, my strategy is okay. You know that. I know. And, uh, but, yeah, I kept apologizing to Jeff because I, I intended, like, okay, I, I, you know, I know he, I don't want him to get demoralized, so he's, I mean, he's going to win this one tonight. And then it was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. Them. I'm killing you. But then you won the Serbies win men. So yeah. now I can slaughter you. Now for you the next can eight games in a row. That's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Wow. So that's so a lot. that's what we've been. That's a lot of game in action. And I like that uh, playing the Italians and the Germans because it went right along with the book I just finished, Combat Jump. Have you guys read this by any chance? No, I haven't. So uh, I just want to talk about this just for a second in case somebody wants to read this Combat Jump no, by go Ed, ahead and do a Ed Ruggiero. Then. Well, I don't know if it's a review because that would require more thought than I've put into this. But it's a very good book. It says, as seen on the History Channel. I have not seen this on the History Channel. I don't know where I – I guess I picked this up at Half Price Books or something. Anyway, as as World War II books go, it's very good, especially if you're a squad leader player, because uh, it starts off – it's all about the um, the 505th. Uh, paratroop division and their assault on Sicily in 1943. So as a lot of these books go, it goes through the training, talks about the men. The, it focuses on a lot of different guys. The men as they go through their training, where they come from and stuff like that. I'm not so interested in that. It goes through about chapter 8, which I think is maybe around page 100. Then they're actually flying into Sicily and jumping in, and from then on, it's like you can't put it down and because it's all squad leader. I mean, they're mm-hmm. talking about climbing over walls and manhandling guns and mortars and donkeys. Are there donkeys in squad leader? Wait, wait, wait. You, isn't this a family show? Yeah. Can you say manhandle donkeys? Or? <laughs> they, they, they manhandle a couple of donkeys. <laughs> well, you know, it gets lonely out there. Uh, talks about how you take a tank, how you take on a tank, and how they would jump on the tanks. And oh, I think that's not, also not allowed, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, <laughs> boy, I didn't realize this. 
<laughs> I realize how bad this was. So, and just about every page has got amazing stories or or terrifying stories. Now, is, of, the, is uh, the author that goes on? Is it his account? Was he a member of? the He was not a member, regiment? but he did extensive interviews with a lot of the guys that lived through it, and then, uh, and even does quite a quite a good job with footnotes uh, afterwards going back and saying, well, this guy remembered it this way, but that guy remembered it yeah. a different way, or mm-hmm. or it's generally reported to be this, and so-and-so says that about it, or um, even some of the things that guys wouldn't talk about that he, he later went and filled in for them because it was just too horrific to remember mm-hmm. or to relate all the stuff that some of these guys went through. So it's, it's really good to read through the footnotes. But very exciting read. It's a quick read. 350 pages or something like that and I highly recommend it because like I say it's like playing squad leader okay. absolutely works as a engrossing. good review for me yep yeah. combat Author jump Edward Garrow Edward Garrow I'm going to have to put that one down Jeff yeah. you sold me I'm gonna... uh, you can have that that's your present for okay, coming well, on yeah, thank just you. for stopping by <laughs> oh speaking of books hey you come over more often yeah well, we speaking of yeah, books, let's talk about those books. Yeah, to. we got books. Somebody sent us books. We have a little box here. Oh, wait a minute. Let's say this. We got to say you want it. your Magic the Gathering card. Oh, we yeah, two. you can have that too. That's <laughs> no, not what I, I need. I, I promised <laughs> never to have a Magic card in my uh, house. Ever so I bought. Again. I never played Magic, but I used to buy the cards occasionally because I just kind of liked yeah, the pictures, cool. <laughs> and I like some of the some of the uh, the text on them, the um, yeah. colorful text they put on. Um, but now I use them as bookmarks, So, and I've got a fairly large library, and I just stuff them in here and there, and they're fun to look at. Well, that's a good one. Okay. Now we're going to say what's in the box. All right, we have two boxes tonight. One will go through rather quickly. This came in the mail to my house. Bob, hard to believe, isn't it? From Mark Morrison. Thank you very much, Mark. You Thanks, Mark. Tell us what we're to do with what's in the box here, but look what you sent us. Grab one, Bob, and holy cow, wow. that's a box. I know that's a box and Jane's, a half. It's a book, Jane's Guns Recognition Guide, Fifth Edition. Oh my God! Wow, look at that. That's, that's looks like it has uh, <laughs> a lot of guns in there. You know, um, and I have Jane's Aircraft Recognition Guide. Look at this. Loaded up with aircraft recognition guides, and there's two tank recognition oh. guides. So as a guy on this gun recognition guide, so there's a guy holding a gun on you. You go, you know what? I know what that is. That's a Sten Mark One. <laughs> is that a Sten Mark One? Yeah. <laughs> nice. That now, is nice. These are all modern, though, right? So, is well, I don't know. Are Jeff? they? Yeah. They're not World War Two. No, oh, they're not. I don't think no. so. I think these are all. See, I have. I have the Giot AMX 10P Infantry Combat Vehicle from France right. in here. It doesn't sound like something from a squad leader, advanced squad leader. All right, the Patria Vehicles Armored Modular Vehicle from Finland. Yeah, that's probably not a World War II yeah. weapon. Let's see. Can... I wonder if they have the one and only gun that I ever owned. I used to own a gun, you know. I see um, it over there in the bag, Jeff. No, it's not on here. It's not in here. I had a Benelli. I had a nine millimeter um, 
Benelli nine millimeter. Uh, it's not in here. And anyway, there's also a nice book. SAS survival handbook, which my son grabbed one out of there, Jeff. I hope you didn't mind. And he now is kind of maybe taking it as his own. Oh, really? SAS the survival, survival handbook. He's <laughs> really, really that, into it. That would yeah. be cool. Doesn't that look like an elephant? That looks like an elephant. What but it's that? not. It's a uh, it's a German Krauss Maffei Leckven. One fifty hundred fifty five millimeter self propelled gun. Wow, modern yeah, zooks. modern stuff. Yeah, all right, mid nineteen what? Uh, what does it say? Nineteen ninety five. This one was produced, but looks just like an elephant tank. Uh, I've got the Blitzkrieg myth: How Hitler and the Allies misread the strategic realities of World War Two by John Mosier. Which uh, oh, I think. I'm glad you handed me this, Dave. I may have to read this one. <laughs> yeah, they're not all just guides. And, Bob, what did yeah. you find there? How to Lose a War, More Foolish Plans and Great Military Blunders. Well, it sounds interesting there. Is that um, by Bill Fawcett? This is by, yeah, Bill, edited by Bill Fawcett, um, editor of How to Lose a Battle. And it includes, um, you know, Bad mistakes, miscalculations, including Alexander's invasion of India. The French are humiliated by Prussia in 1870. Spain's invincible navy breaks up off the coast of Britain. Of course, that's the Virgin Queen, the, you know, oh. the Spanish Armada. So, yeah, it's interesting. That sounds very interesting. And we even have a glorious way to die, a kamikaze mission of the battleship Yamamoto. Wow. So anyway, thank you for these wonderful books. We're going to put probably put these up, Jeff, as prizes that you can win by entering our contest. Which contest? Is to call our telephone number and leave us a voicemail that may sound something like this. You know you play too much AFL when... You ask yourself if you have enough movement factors to make it to the toilet. That's yes. a good one. That was a Remember that contest, folks. Call us and tell us when you know you've played. Answer the question. You know you've played too much ASL when. And fill in the blank. Yeah, fill in the blank with your funny or realistic. Or realistic. Yeah. Here's another one from Dennis. Hey, guys. It's Dennis again. And you know, you know you've played too much squalier when. You're on eBay and you think to yourself, American Sign Language really needs to get its own acronym. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Very true. Yes, thank you, Dennis. And this one. Hi, got an entry for your contest. Daryl McDaniel, Lake in the Hills, Illinois. You know you're playing too much ASL when you realize you're looking at the ASL rulebook to help resolve a dispute with your spouse. <laughs> All right, that's three I more gotta, entries into our contest. I got to remember that. <laughs> so, listeners, give us a call soon and complete that sentence. You know, you play too much ASL when, and you can pick from some wonderful prizes, a lot of which is not just these books that have been donated, but also regular squad leader products. What do we have? We have stuff in my house, it's in a stack. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's true. The, uh, the last guy reminds me, I was at my therapist the other day telling her about the, um, you know, I've been having close combat with my wife lately on a couple of topics, so he was helping me with that. And he told me to withdraw, <laughs> if at all possible. So, and I said, but she's she's blowing smoke. Just withdraw. 
And we have another what's, what's in, in the box. box. It's a doubleheader. Which is Roads Through Rome. Did you give this to me to open? Yes, yes. That's, so, that's really nice of you, Dave. You can use your teeth. No, I won't use my teeth. I paid good money for these teeth. Wait, save the wrapping paper. Yeah, I know. We, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maybe use it for next year. So exciting. Right along a seam. This is from Multiman Publishing, mm-hmm. of course. Roads through Rome. Action Pack Kate. Three yeah. new maps and ten scenarios. And Bob, have wow. you seen this already? Yeah, I have. Have you played anything from it? I haven't, but there's at least two scenarios Just, in here I really, yeah. really want to play. Yes, well, I'll play them with you this summer. That's the way we always Ooh, do it. Look at the First board thing Bob we look guy. at. Look at the board the Bob map guy. Boards. Oh. oh. I love the I love these river uh That's boards like, Oh these. yeah. That's like a weird meandering right. massive island river. Reversible map boards. Board six B. Yeah, they're reversible. Remember why Jeff we figured it out last time we reviewed one of these products and now I can't remember. Well, because it's cheaper? Um, no, there was something to why these are reversed, Bob. Do you remember? I it's if they're set up a certain way, way. The, the grid numbers and letters. Yeah, I think that's the, it. Because oh, it's they're, 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 they're identical. They're identical. Oh, I see. Yes, it's just the number. The, the I'll be okay. The number hex is, numbering. Is I see. Right. For example, on boards five A, I have a one stone building on the whole board, and it is on five A. It's H two, and on five B, it's X two. So it does make a difference, folks, which way you set these up. And I still haven't played any of these on these new boards, but I'm getting close as I finish off the last journal soon. Um, so this is the first time they've done this reversible board. I, I don't think I've seen no, these decade before. of war. Yeah, they they did three of these boards for was it two action packs ago. Yes, decade of war. Right. right. That's right. The last action pack did not have these. Maybe. Right. The last one did not. So it was one, two, three, and then four. Five and six, right. Right. Correct. Mine is a massive hill, folks. Just a nice, massive hill. That's, you know, that's yeah. a nice looking yeah. board. Yeah, you, is good. you can get a wider hill yeah. action going on, on this kind yeah. of board. Uh, this was designed, these boards um, originally were the concept of Fortenberry, weren't they? I believe, yeah, Gary Fortenberry. Fortenberry. Right. And that's, that's well, such a nice board. I think actually owes me 20 bucks, but I won't okay. get into that now. Okay. Go ahead, Bob. No, I was going to say, that's, that's just a, that board 5AB is perfect for a one-board hill fight. Yeah. yeah, and you get so much hill on that that board as opposed to the regular map boards. So they're yeah, with yeah. a nice road meandering like through it. Mm-hmm. Four peaks, and uh, again, you can get the width going as well. Right. Yeah. With this kind of a board design, so good choice, I think. Right. I MMP, think so. Good choice yeah. of picking the terrain for this board, not repeating a bunch of little villages or something that right. already exists. That we can get a larger hill, yeah. and that goes for your board, Bob, right. which is which is this this meandering river, and it's got um, you know a, a, some buildings, some roads uh, where you obviously can put a bridge uh, to go across. Um, it'll be a long bridge. Yeah, it'll be a long bridge. And it's a couple islands in the middle. I really like it. So, um, I could see putting river boards on either side and oh, having a real interesting. Right, going out the two yeah, ends. Yeah, right, having a real interesting river uh, there. So, yeah, definitely a, an impressive. In fact, that river has streams board. going into and it. Yeah, it does have a does have two, two little tributaries. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we call them tributaries, tributaries. where I come from. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, very nice. That's board six. <clears throat> 
And again, yeah. I think that's a good use of a, of a wide yeah. board. Yeah. A My wide board's board. dull. <laughs> Let's see I got your a rug. Well, I got 4A and 4B, which, uh, and it's just a, a one-level hill in the center. The board sort of looks like a bullseye. Yeah, it does. Uh, a little hill in the center with uh, five roads kind of coming together on the hill. A couple of buildings there, and then lots of um, lots of grain. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of open spaces and a hill. Yeah. So for a little variety, and if I look I guess at you that, can't have it all. Kind of looks like almost two other boards put together. The grain part of the yeah. previous board. So I'm, I'm not as impressed with the use of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wider board with that one, but maybe if I played something on it, I'd find out something. It's got the tributary, though. Yes, it does have a, a tributary. Yeah. And it's a pond. Jeff. Yeah, but there's fish in that pond. <laughs> so uh, beyond the boards, there's more. Oh, excuse me. There's uh, scenarios, which we can either go through sure. these or not. I'm a, I, never my favorite part to go through the <clears throat> scenarios, but. Yeah, because we don't preview them properly. Yeah. But obviously, these are all going to be scenarios in Italy because these are roads through Rome. Yes. Bob, do you remember which ones you thought I you might do. like to play? I do. That would help and us. And I don't have them. Okay, it take them then. I have flo- Texas Flood and whatever else that is. Wow, okay, this, that one looks, this one looks cool. That's cool. Lost and Highway. That's, that's, that. the, that's the Lost first highway. one I, I want to play. It's okay. Lost Highway. And if, um, if you take a look there, the... The Americans are attacking, and, and they get um, they have their special forces troops attacking, which have eight morale, which uh, they use marine counters to oh. uh, represent the special oh. forces. So that's kind of that's one thing that's interesting. The yeah. the other thing is they the Germans get to choose their their own adventure and well their own forces, but it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. Oh, I see. So they I was have wondering why there was right. They have choices as far as oh, so uh, it's not as big as I initially thought. Right, okay, they but. they'll choose. I think three out of these four and two out of these three groups. So there's a, there's some variety there as far as how you want to you know put together your uh, defense. So that looks looks like fun. The Americans get lots of tanks and half tracks, and they get. My favorite vehicle, the Greyhound. They get a couple of Greyhound armored cars. Oh, yeah. That's the thing you used against me in some way. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you overran and then ran over here and shot at somebody and then ran over here and overran somebody yeah. else. The right? Greyhounds are awesome. Yeah, uh, they're, just, yeah. they're just a lot of fun to play with. So, But anyway, this is uh, Lost Highway. I've, I've, there's been a lot of discussion on uh, the Game Squad for ASL forums about it. The type of consensus, it's a little more difficult for the Americans to win. Um, and you have to be kind of on top of your game to to do it because you have to coordinate all this these tanks and half tracks and yeah and do all that. But um, certainly looks one I definitely want to play. And then the second one I really wanted to play. Not that I mean I won't play a lot of these, but uh, is this scenario Texas flood? And this is the big yeah it's two sided two sided uh, oh yeah thing here. And that's a m- massive map board, as you can use two of the two of the double. Wow! And then four others, so that's a huge. Um, oh, um, okay. One huge area. Four regular size boards, mm-hmm. and two and of two these of these boards. boards. Yeah, yep. So and there's um, geez, uh, that's a monster. Who designed this scenario? I think they're all designed. Are they by all Gary? Fortenberry? Okay, Fortenberry. I think they're all his designs. Okay. This is a massive. There's like forty or. or so American squads defending. They've got artillery and tank destroyers and AT guns and jeeps. 
and then the but they're kind of uh, they're kind of second line troops. They're kind of the the, the green or second line troops. Oh, with six morales, mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah, and they're defending, and then the Germans get, of course, they get their Panzer division with you know thirty some squads and lots of tanks, and so it looks like just kind of a fun, cause, you know, because of the size of the board, have a fun all over the place fight, you know, how things look. So. Nice. Yeah, I see lots of vehicles on a bloody waste. AP eighty, AP eighty action pack are up to eighty wow. now. Scenarios. Wow, I've fallen way behind. I've kept up on my journals, finishing off the latest journals soon, and then uh, boy, action packs. I think I'm like back on thirties or forties. You got to get those Did kids off the college. Did you ever finish the uh, the the um, Italian one? The first Italian oh, yeah. one. Yep, Jeff and I, I think mm-hmm. right. We played. So we, played one, we played a couple. Yeah, out we, of you there. started me on my first one there. Yeah. Jeff and I finished off almost all the rest. Uh, one was Spilky, and that was an ASL extra, I believe, that we mm-hmm. published. Uh, so whatever was after that was a decade of war. Number four. I don't know. I don't remember. But I think, or was it the American? No, it was the Bocage. Bocage. We did all the Bocage. And we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, the, the one we you never finished. At, right? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, Bocage. And then after that was, I think, Decade. Yeah, maybe. I think that's where I stopped and concentrated on the journals and then the um, LaFranc Terrier mm-hmm. uh, um, Civil War, um, Russian Civil War, yeah. which I got into a lot and, and other stuff. So. so, yeah, Gary, welcome back, Mr. Fortenberry, to uh, ASL, man. Quite the contributor. We should have to interview Gary if he we should be so kind. After I made a comment about him earlier, I take it back. <laughs> and have you, so, have you, you haven't interviewed Gary, have you? No, no. no. Gary uh, had a had a fanzine. Mm-hmm. I have all those fanzines. A slug. Advanced oh, I remember leader, you. You hold this gamers. grudge, right? Well, no, no, no. It's not a grudge. <laughs> but he was at a, he was at the tournament, and um, I, you know. I said, oh, do you take subscriptions still? And he was kind of like, no, not really. And um, he kind of knew he wasn't going to be able to continue. I, I don't know. But I kind of said, oh, you know, I really would like to have this. And I didn't know any of these people in ASL. I just showed up out of the blue, and um, and I handed him some cash. And then soon a-, a slug went defunct. So that's a, you know. But, you know, well, you know. It happens. It happens. So it's That's your contribution. My running joke. And, yeah. But then Gary ran the... Um, Actual, he worked for Avalon Hill, right? He did a journal. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yep, he public he was publishing for them, very very productive, and then he disappeared for a while and uh, took a little break, I guess, from ASL. And well, Gary, if you ever want to be interviewed, we'll talk to you about it. And uh, that now it looks like he's back, man. Yeah, you know, it's very impressive. Style, uh, yeah, yeah, scenario pack. Yeah, mm-hmm. all I make is this stupid podcast. I like on the the back of the action pack. There's a picture of what it looks like if you join the boards together. Oh yeah, oh yeah, massive the three boards uh, together, which looks pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Oh, the <laughs> river ends impressive. in the, the river. Kind it. Of, maybe it's more of a canal. No, actually, yeah, look, it fits there. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. And a quick box art review. Oh, another photograph. Uh oh, not worthy of my time. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. not art. Not going to review that one. Yeah, but that's worth uh, worth getting. It's X number of dollars. Does look great. Yeah. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Calling all Anzacs. Looking for players in Australia and New Zealand, but they all seem to have gone bush? Well, have we got some news for you? ASLAustralia.org is a new website designed to reinvigorate the ASL scene in Australia and New Zealand. We're a group of old gamers, some of whom started our lifelong love affair with ASL way back with its predecessor, Squad Leader. 
with fond memories of cutting our teeth on such classic scenarios as the tractor works in the commissar's house. Thanks to the passion of such companies as Multiman Publishing and the excellent podcast Two and a Half Squads, there has been somewhat of a renaissance to it with ASL. This being the case, we saw that there was a noticeable gap down under, and that was a community website dedicated to ASL players in Australia. Our aim is to step up and fulfil that role and to foster a cohesive and healthy community to help players find local clubs and clubs to find more players, or a convenient place to help you set up your own club, to help you keep up to date with all local ASL tournaments or to help you promote your own, to bring new players to the game and old players back, but most of all to promote the ASL hobby. So join us and help us unite the ASL Anzac scene. The website address is aslaustralia.org. That's aslaustralia.org for when too much ASL is barely enough. So from all of us here at ASL Australia, see you on the battlefield. All right. Thanks again for that announcement from Down Under. I was wondering if we could play that and then follow up without doing a terrible Australian <laughs> accent. And but, we came close. Yeah. And so, folks, uh, Bob Holmstrom has already left. We he got, flew the coop. Well, we got to the point of just realizing we're just getting to all the rules stuff, the good meat, the stuff we brought Bob in for. Yeah. And that it was already an hour and 20 show wow. and that we needed to stop for the evening. We talked too much. Too much. Yeah. And so... And so we'll have Bob back uh, maybe two weeks from tonight. Maybe. And we'll do that uh, the next show, which is going to cover demolition charges. That's going to be a great show. Yep. Just yep. like they all and are. And some other things. Yeah, and, we've got a lot of um, other great stuff in mind. So we promise you some great rules content then. Until then, roll, roll low and rally well. But, but not, not when, when you're, you're playing, playing us. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. You know you're playing too much half squad when you realize you're looking through the, the half the. Um, let's try this again. You know you're playing too much ASL when you realize you're looking in the ASL rule book to help. Yeah. Try once more. <laughs>